welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Now, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Now, I don't know where the weather, what the weather is like where you are, but let me just tell you, here in Madison, Alabama, it is very, very cold. Now, it wasn't that cold earlier throughout the week. Like, I think Monday, it was like in the 60s. The weather was nice outside. The sun was shining. And then you wake up today and the high is only supposed to get into the 40s. So it's very hard for me to deal with this kind of weather, let alone try to figure out how to dress for this kind of weather. So my personal rule, and it's one my kids hate, but my personal rule is that I don't dress for the day. I dress according to the season. So if it is winter and the weather is 60 degrees, I still have long sleeves on. I may not have a coat. But I still have long sleeves, I have tights, you know, I'm, re- I'm ready for winter. So I'm not the person who's going to go outside with short sleeves and shorts or anything like that. Now my kids would, that's why my rule annoys them when I'm just like, listen, if it is winter, you dress for winter. If it is fall, you dress for fall. Whatever it is, you dress for that day. Because if it is hot, you can always take a coat off. You don't always have to be wearing short sleeves just because it's 60 degrees outside. So that's what I tell them. And it's funny because my kids hate this because my daughters want to wear like short sleeves all year round, regardless of the weather. So you can imagine what it is like in the winter and fall when I'm having to make my daughters wear long sleeves and put on their coats and wear tights or pants. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just young and don't feel the cold or maybe they want to be cute. But whatever it is, I have a hard time getting them to wear their coats. Now, I do make them put their coats on because I have to pay all their medical bills if they get sick. I also am the one who have to stay home with them when they're sick. So yeah, I make sure they do what they're supposed to do. But the funny thing is I've noticed that even kids who are going into the schools like early in the morning, it could be freezing. Like an example, this morning it was cold. It was like so cold my hands were numb when I was pumping gas. Like it's cold. And why did I see this little boy walking all the way from his house to the school with shorts? I'm not exaggerating. I'm serious. He had shorts and short sleeves. And he was just walking to school. Like, I just couldn't figure it out. I'm just like, where is your coat? I just couldn't figure out why he didn't have a coat. So, at least on the right side, today it was so cold until my daughters happily put on their coats this morning. They wore long sleeves. I didn't have to remind them. I didn't have to fight with them. So, I'm thinking maybe it should be cold more often. Then my mornings would be a lot more peaceful because I would not be screaming and fussing with my kids, telling them, wear your coat, put on your hat, don't forget your gloves. Anyway, I digress. The other day, I had my first fall of the new year. No worries, I'm fine. There's no broken bones, nothing like that. Just a couple of scrapes on my foot, that's about it. But I'm telling you this story because I think it's kind of funny how I felt. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you how my daughter Megan cleaned the house for three months and how she did an awesome job so she could earn a turtle. Well, she got her turtle, as you know, and she named her turtle Theodosa, which I think I told you last week. However, when Theodosa arrived, she would not eat for the first couple of days. So even though we had turtle food, she just refused to eat it. I don't know, maybe she just didn't like the food that was sent with her, or maybe it was a new environment. Maybe she was nervous or scared. I don't know, but she just refused to eat. 
So being an animal lover that Megan is, she was getting concerned about the adults and not eating it. She was like, Mom, she's not eating. What if she gets sick? What if she dies? Like, she's not eating. So I was like, well, Megan, I, if she hasn't started to eat, I'll go buy turtle food for her. Some other turtle food for her to see if she wants to eat it. So I told her this, but that wasn't good enough for Megan because she's like, well, I read that turtles like live food. So maybe I'll go outside and look for worms. So she's like, Mom, can I go find some worms? I was like, if you can find worms outside, then fine. Go look for worms. So then Megan goes out to the front yard. She's out there for maybe 10, 15 minutes. You know, I'm peeking at out the window looking at her. She's looking at the rocks or so. Or so I thought she was looking at the rocks. So my, she was outside. Then the other two girls joined her. So they were all outside looking for worms. And finally... They just came back in after 15, 20 minutes. They're like, Mom, we couldn't find any worms. And I was like, fine, we will just go and get some turtle food for her tomorrow. So I was thinking this whole thing was done. I was like, okay, great. We resolved this. I'll buy some turtle food in the morning. And Megan was fine with that. So I thought that was the end of the situation. And I was very happy because I resolved it. No one was nagging me about it. All was well. So... The next morning, I went outside to put my stuff in the car. And that is when I saw this hole in the front yard. Now, it wasn't a big hole where I would like immediately fall into it, but it was a hole just big enough for your foot to get stuck in it. So when I saw this hole, I was like, Megan, I was like, what did, what did you do? She's like, mom, you told me I could dig for worms. I was like, no, I never said you could dig for worms. I said you could find worms. She's like, oh, well, we were digging for worms. And so it was in the morning. I was running late. So I was like, you know, it's not a big deal. We'll just, I'll deal with it after work. So I just left it alone and I took the kids to school and I decided to deal with it later. Needless to say, as we all know, things did not go as planned for that day. So I didn't get home until late that afternoon, until like six o'clock that evening. And by then it was dark outside I had stopped by the store before I went home, so I was trying to carry in all this stuff. I went to the pet store, too, and I got the food for Theodosa. I got her a bigger tank, and, you know, I had all this stuff, and I was trying to carry it in because I hate making more than one trip to the car. Don't laugh. I do. So I had all this stuff on me, including my bags and the grocery bags and my laptop and the tank for the turtle and the food and then even the UV light. I had all this stuff, and so... I was walking and walking. Then it happened. Yeah, I stepped into the hole in the front yard. And remember I said the hole was big enough just for me to put, get my foot stuck. And that's exactly what happened. So I stepped in, my foot got stuck, and then I was trying to get my foot out. I lost my balance. I was stumbling all over the yard. It seemed like I was stumbling over the yard for like an hour or so. Okay, <laughs> that's not really true. It was not an hour. I'm exaggerating, but it felt like it was hours. Finally, to make a long story short, I happened to stumble off the grass and I stumbled onto the pavement and that is where I fell and I scraped my foot. But on the bright side, okay, the tank had a little crack in it, but it didn't completely shatter. So yay for me. I did not break my laptop. The food didn't come out of the bag. So it could have been a bigger mess than what it was. And but it wasn't such a big mess. But here's the weird thing: like any other time when I'm coming home, my kids always look out the window. They see me, and they'll open the door. 
Nobody looked out the window. Nobody saw me. So I'm sitting like in this big heap in the middle of our driveway with all the stuff around me. No one even looked. So no one came out to help me. So finally I regained my composure and I got up and I was like, okay. So I wiped myself off and I got all my stuff and I went in the house. But that's when I tell the kids, I'm sorry, y'all got to fix this hole because this cannot be happening. So I told my husband about this fall and he told me that he too almost stepped in the hole early that morning before he went to work. As you've guessed, Megan has since filled up the hole in the front yard and the turtle is now eating for all of you animal lovers. The adult is eating and she's even eating like the food that they sent. So I'm just thinking maybe she needed a bigger tank. Maybe she had to get used to her surroundings, but whatever it is, she's eating. So she's good. So all is well in the Mitchell home. I just wanted to share this with you because I thought it was funny. I thought it was more funny about the backstory behind how I felt. That's hilarious. Kids just do the craziest things, but you gotta love them because they're so innocent and it's just hilarious. But since we're talking about silly things that kids do, what are some silly things that either you have done or your kids have done? If you have a funny story to share with me, just go to Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message telling me about a time either you or your kids did something funny. Now, the handle for that Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Now, there are no spaces. Just do it all together. So just at the Music and Vibes Podcast. If you do this, then I promise I'm going to send you a funny story about something that I did. Okay, now this is just going to be so much fun and I can't wait to hear from you. So send me your stories and I'll send you mine. Today, the topic that I would like to talk to you about is how to love yourself. Now, I know this is a podcast about love and relationships, but in order to have a good relationship, you have to first love yourself. I don't know why, but so many people are resistant to this whole idea of loving yourself. They feel as if it is a sin to love yourself and take care of yourself. Other people feel as if it's a sign of being selfish to love yourself or to take care of yourself, while still other people feel as if the concept of loving themselves makes them a bad person. Whatever it is, they feel as if they don't care about people and that they're bad, and that is a problem. So regardless of the reason that you have for not loving yourself, none of these reasons are either valid or true. Many of these ideas come from the way we were raised or from our values and moral fabric. Now, I remember as a child saying things like, oh, I just love me, or oh, I look so pretty today. And my mom would tell me that I was being vain. I remember in particular one day my mom just saying, Kiana, listen, you should wait for other people to compliment you instead of doing it yourself. And for a while, I began to adopt the idea that good people did not compliment themselves or focus on themselves a lot. And I guess it's because, you know, your mom's telling you this and other people are telling you this. So you begin to think that, oh, well, maybe I should care less about myself or maybe I shouldn't compliment myself or even give myself credit for good things that I do because maybe it's selfish or maybe it's vain. Maybe it's just something I shouldn't do. Now, I know that my mom thought that she was telling me this because she loved me and she wanted me to be a good and productive citizen. But what she did not know at the time is that instead of helping me, she was actually stunting my emotional growth and development. She may have thought she was teaching me to be humble, 
But what she taught me was that I needed the approval of others. She may have thought she was teaching me not to be selfish, but what she really taught me was that my views and opinions did not matter. She may have thought that she was teaching me not to be vain, but what she really taught me was that other people controlled how I viewed myself. I know that was not her intent. However, that's the effect that her comments had on me. Parents, before I go any further, I just want to warn you about how powerful your words and actions are to your children. The things we say and do have such a powerful impact on the lives of our kids, and it greatly influences their lives and their worldview. So just be careful with what you say to them. Needless to say that as I got older, I began to look for the approval of others. For example, if I saw someone in the church, I would wait for someone to say, Kiana, you did such a good job, before I would feel good about my performance. If I had on a nice outfit, I would not feel happy unless somebody noticed the outfit and complimented it. I mean, I didn't realize it at the time, but I really needed the approval of others before I felt good about myself. It wasn't very notice, very noticeable then, but let's fast track and just fast forward about 15 years into the future. And by this time, I was married, had kids, and my need for approval was starting to affect my marriage. The funny thing about this is that I could not even pinpoint what the problem was. I just knew that it really bothered me when my husband did not compliment me or tell me I look pretty. Now, I'm not saying that that is what you like or your need from your husband or your spouse that you don't love yourself. That's not what I'm saying because we all want to feel as if our spouse is paying attention to us and we look good. You know, we, we all want that. However, my need was like something deeper than that. Okay. I just, when I say it was deeper, it's like, it really bothered me. Not to the point of where it bothered me. Like, oh, well, I wish you would pay more attention to how I looked. It would bother me like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. This is catastrophic. I wonder what's wrong in our marriage. Why didn't he compliment me? It was like deeper, almost like a deal breaker, kind of deep thing to the point where I was really hurt and it really bothered me and it really affected me. It really did. For years, this was something that really affected our marriage and it was a source of contention in our marriage for a long time. Now, in my husband's defense, because I don't want you guys to go get the impression that he's a jerk or a total loser because he's not. My husband's just not a complimented kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Occasionally he tries to compliment me, but even then, and I'm glad he does not listen to the podcast and if you know him, do not tell him. Even then, it's kind of awkward. Like, it's just not him. He just doesn't know how to do this. I'm a romantic and he is not. I mean, I don't know how many times I can say it's just not him. And you guys will know this because if you were listening to my podcast for a while, even last season when I talked about this, when we had the podcast, I love you. And I talked about how I felt like he should love me a certain way and he didn't. It's just not him. So he just couldn't do it. So over the past few years, though, I have come to accept him for the way he is without trying to change him. And things have gone much smoother. Now, it would be nice if I could tell you that. I was able to figure this out and fix the problem, but that is not what happened. Like after years, when I say years, I'm not talking about one or two, I'm talking about maybe 10 years of frustration. I finally decided that, you know, it was time to read a book that was recommended to me. 
So the name of the book was called Your Love Path by Joe Bean. Now let me backtrack a little bit. It was years of frustration and like maybe 10, 13 years of frustration. So it was a recent thing. So I recently was recommended to read this book by Joe Bean called Your Love Path, which I did. And it was amazing because in this book, there was a chapter about loving yourself. And it was in that moment that I realized I did not love myself. Now, of course, we all think that we love ourselves because that's the thing to do. You're just like, oh, well, I love myself and I'm so confident and all this. But sometimes once you really look at things, you're just like, oh, I don't. Because if I did, things would be different. So I just find that we are so good, not just you, but me as well. We're so good at putting on this act that we are truly confident, that we love ourselves, when that is so far from the truth. If we're really going to be honest, we would just have to be honest and admit that it's an act. And sometimes we even fool ourselves into believing that we love ourselves, when the sad reality is we don't. Loving yourself does not mean that you can care less about anyone else but yourself. In fact, it means just the opposite. It means that you care so much about others that you are going to make sure that you are at your best for them. That is what it means to love yourself. And once I began to read this book and understand this concept, I began to realize that my need for approval came from me not realizing my worth and that I was and I am an awesome and amazing person. It came from me not being able to recognize my good qualities. And once I was able to recognize my good qualities and accept my flaws and imperfections, I realized that not loving myself was causing issues in my marriage and that I needed to change and do things differently. So here's what I did differently. I began to do the thing that I was told I should never do. And that is, I began to compliment myself about my outfits or how I looked. I began to tell myself on a regular basis that I am an amazing person who's going to do great things and who's going to do big things. And to be honest, I began to totally feel amazing. And I feel that way today. Now, I don't know. And I can't even tell you if my husband has complimented me recently or when he did, but I kind of don't need those compliments to feel validated, if that makes any sense. He is getting better about compliments, so I do get them, but it's not something that I need to have to validate me as a person or validate my looks or anything like that. I once read that people treat us the way we treat ourselves, so if you don't think that you are attractive, then your spouse is not going to treat you like you are attractive. If you don't believe in yourself, then other people are not going to believe in you either. We set the tone for how people treat us by the way we think about ourselves. If we don't think we are confident at our jobs, then yeah, you guessed it. Our supervisors won't think that we're confident either. Now for all of you Christians out there who are having a heart attack by now about what I'm saying, let me just assure you that what I'm saying is biblical. In the Bible, in Psalms 8, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if God thinks that we are fearfully made, then why can't we believe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made? In the book of Genesis, it talked about how God created us in his image. So if we are creating the image of God, why is it so wrong to love yourself? In another part of the book of Genesis, after God created man and woman, he said it was good. These are just a few examples of places in the Bible where God said that it was good that he made us or that we are wonderfully and fearfully made. 
There are many more. I just don't have the time to talk about them all. But you get my point. My point is that if God, the creator of the universe, values us so highly, why can't we love ourselves? Why can't we value ourselves? Why must we wait on other people's approval instead of believing what God has already said about us? Let me just say this. It is not wrong to love yourself. And it is not wrong to believe in yourself. God thinks that you are awesome and amazing, and you should think the same thing about yourself. Remember, people believe and treat you how you think about yourself. So if you have negative thoughts about yourself, or your looks, or your abilities, then don't be surprised if your spouse or significant other or other people have the same opinion about you. If you want to change how your spouse or significant other looks at you or views you, then change how you view yourself. If you want people to treat you with more respect, then respect yourself. If you want people to expect more out of you, then expect more out of yourself. You can have everything that you desire, but you have to believe that you deserve it and you have to believe that you can get it. So let me encourage you right now to do something drastic and outside of the box and begin to love yourself. Begin to take care of yourself and you will be surprised with how people will treat you. The song that we're going to talk to you talk about today is a song called Gotta Let It Go. And this song is a reminder that this year, 2019, it's time to let go of all the negative thoughts that you think about yourself and begin to look at yourself in a different light. So without further ado, here's the song, Gotta Let It Go. Tired of feeling like there's nothing you can do. Everyone can do things much better than you try and you try, but you just can't win. Your mind is filled with doubt and negativity. Time to believe in yourself. Throw all the doubts away. You can do anything you want to, but it's time to believe in yourself. Throw all the doubts away. You Oh, the dust away you can-
like to thank our sponsor, Unique Music, for their continued support of Music and Vibes. Unique Music is the publishing company that represents all of the music heard here on the podcast. For more information about Unique Music, go to musicandvibes.com. I would also like to encourage you to go to iTunes and leave a review for the podcast. By doing this, you are helping other people find us. So please, please, please go to iTunes now and leave a review for the show. Thank you guys so much for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. And don't stop sharing. I appreciate it. I think that's all I have to say for now. Um, Oh yeah, by the way, don't forget that if you want to talk to me, you can contact me on Music and Vibes on the Facebook page. And once again, that handle is at Music and Vibes Podcast. Okay, that is all for now. So until until we meet again next week, Enjoy the rest of your day. If it's cold where you are, try to stay warm. If it's hot where you are, try to stay cool. Whatever you do, have an amazing rest of the week. Enjoy the rest of the day, and I will talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye.